Hello and welcome to the Glasgow PT Podcast, episode 47. Uh, I am buzzing tonight, uh, a mixture between coffee and getting my mentor on. Uh, it's Phil Graham. Phil, how, how are you doing, bud? I am great. How are you, brother? I'm awesome, mate. I'm awesome. Uh, there's such a buzz about this. Uh, I've been sharing it on the socials and I know there's a, a lot of PTs tuning in right now. Um, and you'll know from the guys that you mentor. Um, it's a troubling time for some for some of the guys. Um, yeah. You know, we're going to we're going to touch on some uh, key principles that you're, you're going to share. You've been sharing with me, um, but also stuff that you can share and get guys feeling a lot safer during this time, a lot more um, or less uncertain um, as it is. But mate, I just want to start with first of all, um, you know, thanking you for that uh, massive, massive action day last Friday. Yeah. Um, yeah, mate, it's something, it's something we'll touch on a bit later about just how important community is. Um, we just done a, a training on it as well, which was awesome. Yeah. But um, that for me, uh, being part of that community was just was awesome. Um, hopefully after this podcast, the guys can understand the importance of it and the importance of yeah. having your tribe around about you. Um, and I think I think you even noticed that as well, bud. Yeah, I think that, you know, we really made a statement there of everybody coming together at a point in time where there's really going to be a, a potential big, big problem in people's businesses if this thing doesn't pass. And to see everybody there looking for solutions, helping each other, connecting, and, you know, embracing support was amazing. And the same thing goes for any PT or gym owner right now that has got a tribe of clients that this is the number one time to really build that tribe and connect with them on a level that is so deep that you could never replicate in normal life. And, uh, you know, more than happy to share some stuff on community right now. But that is probably two of the big things that really are going to come out from this podcast if you're a fit pro is that one, you really need to be a leader for your clients. Two, you've got to embrace community and you've got to connect people within that community and you've got to drive community. And that is tricky. That's a challenge and it's not something that everyone is good at. Safe to say you've probably done more work in the last two weeks than you've done in the last year, year and a half, two years. And, you know, we've got periods now where we've got hyper productivity. We've got people that are anxious about the future, that are doing everything they, they can to solidify and protect their current clients. And at the same time, you know, think about how they can generate new sales and stuff after this as well. So it is a really interesting time for, for coaches and trainers. And, you know, feel free to ask me anything that you want. I'll, I'll share some straight nuggets. You know me. I'm just down the middle. So I'll just, I'll just give the goods. Um, so, you know, Chris, work away, my man. Yeah, mate. I just, I just want to touch on what you mentioned there. And it's the emotional side of it. You know, there's obviously a lot of, a lot of guys listening and girls listening that um, perhaps have been very emotional in the last seven to ten days, mate. Um, I think I think it's the same as our clients. You know, we go through a very, very similar time just now. Um, but I just want to get the guys to understand the difference between rolling your sleeves up and being a leader yeah. uh, and understanding that you're a business owner. You know, we've got to lead from the front. So what, what advice would you say to the guys, mate, about just rolling the sleeves up, getting tunnel visioned in and just lead your pack. What advice would you give, bud? Okay, so, right, this is in a really tight nutshell. So if you're listening to this, you're probably going to want to sit down and take a massive deep breath and get a bit of paper out. So first things first, uh, when it comes to this situation, you've got to first of all understand that volatilities in business are very normal. Volatilities are peaks and troughs in income and happiness and the amount of time that you spend working in the business. So understand that in the grand scheme of things, this is just a blip. But there's a couple of checks that you've got to do, first of all, before you start jumping to conclusions and start going all defensive 
you've got to look at you as an individual. The first thing you've got to ask yourself is, right, have I built my client base from zero to whatever it is now? Have I built it from scratch? Am I capable of building a fitness business? The answer is yes. And I want you to go through this and answer yes or no to these questions. So are you capable of building a business from scratch, from zero to whatever it is now? You might have 20 clients, 30 clients, 50 clients, 100 clients, right? Question number two, are you a good coach? Do you know what you're talking about and do you bring personality to the game? Yes or no? Question number three, have your clients stuck with you for a period of time, both since you've been a coach and throughout this coronavirus thing? Yes, I guarantee that they have. So the reality is this. Those three things indicate that you're a good coach and indicate that your offer and your service is viable and that people see it as valuable and they want to buy it. So you're never going to go out of business. It would be different if you hadn't built your business to, up to a point. It would be different if all your clients were leaving. It would be different if you didn't have a skill set and if you didn't have a personality. If you don't have those things, then you've got a problem. The next thing that you've got to look at is this. Have you got cash in the bank? The reality is you've got savings. You've got to first of all assess how much savings do I have? When you look at that figure, you've then got to look at, right, I'm spending less. I'm not traveling. I'm not paying my PT rent. I'm not eating out at restaurants. I'm not buying as much shopping. I'm not buying as much holidays. In fact, I've had holidays refunded. So in essence, you're spending less. And when you look at your savings, a lot of people are scared to touch their savings. This is for those individuals that are at break even, that don't have any money in their current account and have just got savings. The number one most important thing that you have right now that's going to generate future wealth and future cash is not houses, is not stocks and shares as investments. It's your business. Your business is the number one thing that can make money quickly. And when you begin to realize that once this whole thing's done, you can liquidate the amount of money that you've spent or the amount of money that you've gone into your savings during this period very quickly. In fact, you know, uh, Chris, you've probably seen guys in our group that are still making a, like a K plus a week or, you know, like four or five, six, seven K a month, right? And the reality is people are still buying. And the reality is when this market returns back to normal, it's going to be like a slingshot effect. And there's going to be a lot of people that are overweight, depressed and value their health and are going to come to you as coaches with less coaches have potentially have walked away from the industry. So supply is going to outweigh demand and you're going to be in business. So ride the wave. If you've got savings, do not be afraid to go in there because those savings are getting tapped by inflation anyway. And the reality is if you put them into your business, you put them into your advertising and you get your name out there right now and take advantage of all the eyeballs on screen, you're going to grow your audience quicker. If you look at anything that Warren Buffett has said, Bill Gates has said, in a crisis, you double down on advertising. Why? Because more people are going to be mindful of who you are. And when you look at that audience, that's going to potentially convert to online coaching clients or personal training clients or even gym clients later down the line. Right. So, you know, looking at where you're at from a, an emotional stability perspective and also a financial standpoint is important. If you don't have cash in your bank and you've been living break even from paycheck to paycheck, it's a really clear indicator that you need to work on your spending behaviors and you need to work on your business. Right. Because you know, if you're going to grow a business, you keep cash reserves. You keep cash reserves for a rainy day like this. And if you haven't created cash reserves, then sorry to say, but that's your own fault, right? And the reality is we have to take some ownership for a lot of the stuff that we've got here and the lessons that we could look into to go, how can I make my business better the next time around? You're also going to get financial support from the government. 
I mean, if you're between 30 and 50K a year, as you've been showing for the last three years, you're going to get two and a half K a month. Like, and you're spending less, right? You know, so it's about perspective. If you've got clients leaving you, well, guess what, right? You can't help people that don't want to be helped, right? That's just fact, right? And I've said that to, I've said that to you guys. You know, the reality is right now, your clients came to you with a problem and that problem is now worse. They've also invested hundreds, if not thousands into you and they're potentially going to lose it all. So you need to level up as a personal trainer when we talk about leadership into mindset, being funny, being there for them, being there to talk to. People want to be part of a group. They want to connect with people. They want to speak with people. They don't necessarily want the whole one-to-one thing anymore. They want to be part of something. Um, You can bring a lot of happiness to people's days. Because safe to say, you can only watch Netflix so much, and there's no better time right now to get fit. If anything, we can create a new target market right now. You know, people that wanted to go to the gym but don't have the confidence. You can say, prep yourself and get ready for, you know, getting back to the gym. Start up in loads of stuff. So there's a lot of little bits in there, but the reality is you gotta you got to think from or operate from vision, not circumstance. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you are in a position where you are skint, and you don't have much money, and you've been living month to month as a personal trainer, then you got to go out and hunt. It's as simple as that. And there's people still buying. Like yours, exactly. people clients yeah. work with you, right? Yeah, exactly, mate. But in fact, this app was bringing on my next point. Uh, mate, you've like you've changed my whole market and structure, my market and approach, and how I speak, and you know why I speak at every caption. So if you could just give the guys a couple of good nuggets on, you know, you mentioned it in my training, you have been, you've been drumming at home the last couple of weeks and the rapid responses. It's just, you know, some people are still saying the same stuff. They're still, you know, and that's one of the things that as soon as you said it to me, it's almost like, you know, in fairness to trainers, we're just autopilot. But uh, common sense would dictate that, guys, we need to change things here. We need to change who we're talking to. The struggles are different. You know, the problems are different. So we need to adapt to that as trainers. Otherwise, um, you just won't be relatable anymore. Um, and ha- like, if you could just give the guys a good a good detail into that, mate, and hopefully change the whole marketing uh, structure. Yeah, well, I think the shift away from selling the six-pack to selling the, you know, almost like the life wrap to get them through this period, uh, focusing on mental health, focusing on movement, focusing on steps, focusing on accountability, productivity, building up skill sets that they haven't had. Like you've got to offer a service now that encompasses all of that to get them across the line. So what are the big dangers that your clients has and how can you help them with your own strategies and knowledge? And obviously, you know, not every PT is a mindset coach or whatever, but you can bring this stuff in. You think of one of the core things that will make your clients week successful in respect to being stuck in the house. Well, movement's going to be in there. Exercise is going to be there. Nutrition's going to be in there. Mindset's going to be in there. Um, community is going to be in there. Fun's going to be in there. Productivity is going to be in there. Learning is going to be in there. So how can you encompass that into a service that gets them over the line, right? So your messaging does need to change in the sense that, you know, people are thinking a lot more than just reps and sets right now. They're thinking about survival. They're thinking about, you know, giving them something engaging to work with. So you've got to be almost that, you know, that the leader is somebody that really, you know, takes somebody from despair and leads them into victory. So how can you lead your clients into victory? And for your target market, what does victory look like? So for our guys, for the likes of yourself, victory is coming out of this with a stronger business and being able to gobble up all the opportunity that's going to be there and have a business that can handle that. Yeah, mate, I love that, uh, the quote that you said about 
Uh, we're not selling the Titanic. We're selling the life the lifeboat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're, not selling, you're not selling the cruise liner or the big yacht. You're selling the life raft. Yeah, that's that kind of hit home with me, mate. Um, as as one of the biggest things. So one of the biggest messages for the guys listening that Phil has been really drumming home, and uh, I'll I'll be honest with you, about eight or nine days ago, I, f- I maybe did have coronavirus. I couldn't taste or smell, so things weren't the best. But it only took me a day or two to to, to snap out of it, uh, and it was just those words about thriving and not surviving. So we want to thrive, not survive through this coronavirus. And it's something that when Phil, when Phil said that, it made me change my perception onto clients as well. You yeah. know, I'm like, you know, so it's changing my check-ins. I'm now delivering a service to the clients like, oh, fuck, he's not prepared to be bogged down by this. You know, yeah. it's that whole leading from the front front thing. But And the reality is, that, I mean, you know, it's really, really hard to say. It's, it's not hard to say this for me. It might be hard for you to digest, but I, like, I, I'm just going to say it. Um, so if you're sitting with your hands in your head and you've lost all your clients and your other half's lost their job and you've maybe got kids and you're sitting there and you can't see into the future because you just can't see where the, the money's going to come from, um, you've got two options. You can continue to sit there with your head in your hands, overthink things and not do anything, or you can just start with one daily action and that action you may not know what that is necessarily going to be tomorrow but taking time to think about what are my options right now what can i do what can i set up what can i learn what skills can i acquire understand that you need to have quiet time to think you need to have uh some inspiring material that you can turn into a set of skills or you can use later down the line when things return to normal to monetize off it Understand that every master was once a disaster. That's a quote uh, one of my friends, Rob Murray, uses quite a lot. But every master was once a disaster. So do not think that it is only you. It is not only you. It is the world. You know, we've had clients, you know, if you're a PT and you've lost all your clients, we've had clients that have been, you know, running gyms that cost over 100K plus a year to run in terms of expenses that have had all their clients leave because they're in central London and stuff like that. And they've got 15, 20 staff, right? I have a friend of mine that runs nine restaurants that has 200 staff that has been forced to close and he has to furlough his staff, right? So when you look about losing like 15, 20 or 30 clients or your bootcamp class and you actually look at, you know, your actual perspective, you could be a lot worse off. And, you know, there really is two mindsets here. It's either victim or it's either leader, right? And, you know, trying to play defense is not going to do fuck all right now. Going to the offense with, and I said to you guys, like, I was like, right, it's fucking violent execution time here. Violent implementation. Everything has to be violent. Everything has to be vump, vump, vump. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be nice. You're going to have to get down and dirty. You're going to have to throw a few digs. You're just going to have to get stuck in right? And the reality is you've either got that mindset or you don't. If you don't have that mindset, there's no judgment, but please don't complain about the results you want from the work that you didn't do. Yeah, no, spot on. Spot on. That's what, that's what I feel a lot of people lack, um, especially personal trainers who don't have mentors, they don't have that somebody to look up to. You know, for some people, that's why I, I talked about the tribe thing. You know, that Friday, we, it was very evident who our tribe was, who, who was round about us. You know, yeah. when I first started, you know, super strong, did the eight weeks. 
um, yeah. and then took that massive leap up to authority network um it was all of a sudden me i wasn't the the biggest fish in the pond anymore in my local gym you know yeah. so yeah. that that was very evident to me and i think what phil yeah. just said in life you know and in, in anything like even if you were a sports person or, or anything you know going to that next level or going and getting a mentor or even asking for help is is scary because it's like uncharted territory and you're worried about looking stupid you're worried about it not working the reality is look look at things that are a proven system to work look at what the the smart people are doing and you'll find that they're all investing in themselves they're all taking action they're all leading from the forefront and if you're sitting there going it's not going to work for me that's you that's your own mindset like you know we're not individually made we're community made right like you know we, we are all community made and that is a big, big thing to bear in mind. Like, you know, you're the product of being around people that have pushed you. I am the product of being around people that have pushed me. So, you know, and, and, and you know, you grow, I cannot stress this enough. I've been through a lot of chaos in my life. I've been through a lot of challenges. And all of those challenges have built me to who I am today. They are the very reason why I'm standing here and I have the things that I have in my life, the way I, you know, see me as an identity. All of these things have come from chaos. Right, so you got to look at how can you use this situation right now to reinvent yourself, rediscover what you're doing. You know, if you're in the fitness industry, you might find that you don't want to be in the industry anymore. That's fine. If you want to go and do something else, go and do something else. You know, if you if you're watching this and you 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 know you're just a general member of the public that works a nine to five, you might realize that you want to set up your own business. You want to go into the the, the fitness industry. You know, so use this situation to to equip yourself with skills, learn quickly. And you know, get up and, and and stuff like that. So I hope that's been useful. Yeah, mate. Exact. That coupled with the marketing uh, advice that you give, um, really will set people up if they listen and take notes. That when this is all over, this is when you're going to thrive. So, a couple of principles, Phil. Uh, if you don't mind me putting you on the spot, yeah. Uh, I know you. I know you work on principles. I know you. You like to get things down very, very clear cut because then you can build from that. Yeah. So th three principles, Phil, uh, for the guys to focus on and get to the very forefront of their, uh, their structure when this, for when this is starting to wind down and when it's all over. How can the guys thrive after this? So first things first, stop thinking defense, think offense, and literally just look at your day and go, right, what is the one thing that I can do today that's outside my comfort zone that's going to grow me? Ask yourself that question every day. Um, number two, is make sure you're showing up on socials every day and you're giving out great content and talking to the conversation that's going on in people's heads. If you're going to do that, you're going to resonate, you're going to listen to it and be a beacon of hope, right? Negative people, like, like, I don't know about you, but um, not to name any names. I'm in the fit, obviously the fitness industry. I've been in it for a long time, been coaching, been educating, been mentoring, been speaking for a long, long time. And there's friends of mine colleagues of mine and the message that they're putting out is just fucking doom and gloom like it's like like worst case scenario things are going to be different forever fuck up no they're not yeah. they're going to be different forever if you fucking don't change like you, you know you don't operate it's more important now who to unfollow than who to follow so really guard your inputs um news i don't listen to the news i speak to one smart person once a week who's connected with the science and the facts, and I go, what's the fucking story in the world? Okay, what's going to happen? How long? What do you think? 
And I always worst case plan, like worst case scenario plan. Um, number three, write down all the things that you wanted to do in your business but never could and pick one thing you're going to finish this week, right? A couple of other things. You know, if you've ever wanted to start a course, you've ever wanted to like grow your business, do it now while you've got time because you normally don't have time because you're too busy in the gym. Uh, on top of that, show up show up with your clients every day. Connect with your best clients and ask them, what do you need from me right now? Is there anything else that, I'm, that I can be giving you that will be helping you X, Y, and Z? Um, some other bits and pieces. Don't be afraid to sell during a crisis. If you can solve a problem, you can still sell. Don't hold back. Um, other things, um, make sure you're looking after your rest, your health. Take time off social media. Like, you don't need to be on social media all day. You know, I have four check-ins on social media every single day. Those check-ins are an hour an hour piece because obviously with the work that I do, um, for you guys, it could be 20 minutes, right? And the reality is I go in for that hour, I hustle down, I work, I, I help the people that need help. And, you know, I've got all my other stuff outside that to make sure that we've got, you know, our meetings in the mornings, our trainings and all that kind of stuff, you know, and make your position yourself as an essential in your client's life, not just a nice to have. Yep. Another thing I wanted to ask me, just just lastly, um, is what can the guys avoid doing? You know, because I think when you when you get that across that message, I think it will help them. From I feel a lot of trainers these days jump on bandwagons; they become copy copy and paste jobs of each other. Yeah. Um, so with everything full saying about your message and showing up daily, how can the guys? What can the guys avoid doing? What What do you see as one of the head guys in the industry? What are you looking for, like filtering down and looking at and going, this needs to stop or guys yeah. avoid it? Yeah, I think, you know, uh, in terms of avoiding, I definitely wouldn't be, uh, if you're in an environment that is pretty negative and everybody's just talking about worst case scenario, remove yourself from it. Um, if that's family, go and sit in another room or tell them how you feel about it and set parameters. Uh, number two, in terms of what not to do, is, you know, try and force sales to people that don't want to buy stuff, move on. If you've got a client that's like wanting to pause or whatever, like don't lose your head over it. Realize that don't get too emotionally attached to clients, right? The reality is there's billions of them out there. You just got to go and look after them. If somebody's giving you, if somebody's draining too much energy from you, don't be afraid to cut them because they're going to affect your ability to impact the rest, which is ultimately going to sink your profits. On top of that as well, um, you know, make sure that you've got, make sure that you've, in terms of what not to do, make sure that you're not listening to too many people. Um, you want to try and pick a, I call it a genius network. We worked on this in, in um, last week, but pick, let's just say pick three or four or five people that have got an excellent skill. What is their strength? What are you going to do for them? And what are, you, what are they going to help you with? Have those people be around them, be around them. Um, in terms of what else not to do, don't make decisions now uh, that are rash, emotional decisions that could affect you in 30, 60, 90 days. Um, you know, the reality is uh, the true test of an entrepreneur is how long you can go through a rut and still keep going. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah uh, love it, mate. Love it. The real, the real entrepreneurs in this will be secretly excited at everything that's going on. Uh, you know you're built for entrepreneurship if you're excited. Yep. 
you will. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be scared. You'd be. You'd either be on the spectrum, or you'd be like something wouldn't be happening. You wouldn't. Yeah. You know where it's going on, right? You know, I've got a little bit of fear, right? Yeah. But that fear is I've channeled that fear into action and productivity, creativity, and innovation in order to keep my mind right. Like, dude, like you know, I love waking up in the morning nine o'clock meeting, working throughout the day, creating content, what needs to be better, Who, what needs to streamline, what, what, like we're about to launch a big, big marketing campaign in the next six days. And, you know, like I'm, I'm fucking like waking up every day excited at the thought of growing an audience. Like my, my, my message now is just like super laser sharp on, on the fitness sort of business side of things. It doesn't account for anything else. So my audience is very, very, very narrow. Um, you know, it's like one brick wall in this rather than the whole wall. So, <clears throat> you know, I'm looking forward to that, um, that, that experience and that growth. And, uh, you know, it's an exciting time to be alive. Yeah, mate. Love that. That's kind of the way I'm feeling as well. And there's, there'll be some trainers on here who are listening who will feel the same and do not feel guilty about that. Do not feel guilty that you're excited and you know yeah. you, you can see you can see the other side of when this is over and the opportunity that comes with it. Do not feel guilty. Feel feel happy. You know you don't have to plaster it in people's faces, but you can yeah. certainly sit there and make a master plan with a bit of a master grin, uh, you know, behind yeah. the screen and just be like, ha ha ha, bit of an evil laugh if need be, you know. Yeah. Um, the reality is this, right? Like, really? Like, you know, what are your expenses going on right now? Like, like you know, what are they going on? You know, you're, you're not eating out. You're not putting fuel in your car. You know, are you buying, like, shit off Amazon? Like, I, I, when I said about, like, expenses, you burn the fat, you keep the muscle, right? What is the muscle? The muscle is things that are going to make you think better, learn more, uh, keep you healthy, things that are going to grow you in the long term. Right, you know, you you want muscle behind you right now, and that's muscle in terms of people. That's muscle in terms of inspiring work, inspiring uh, beliefs and habits. You want muscle behind you. You don't want any fat. You know, yeah. yeah. And that's a good. I need this time as well to get in, like to get in shape. You know, so yeah. like guys, you know, hiring a coach right now is really, really, really important. You know, if you're a general member of the public and you haven't invested in a coach, you know. Drop Chris a DM and get a home workout program. Get your mind right. Get into routine. Build rituals and follow it. Right? Yeah. Because the reality is you're just going to turn up fat, depressed, out of shape, and all over the place if you don't have somebody looking after that for you. Yeah, and I think the same, Phil, you know yourself, the, the general population clients in a PT's business, they mirror each other quite a lot. Right down the right down the track, and I think the same can be said with you know PTs listening to this right now and sitting thinking, going, why has he got shit together? Why has he got the structure? Like I said, eight to ten days ago, I dropped on a, a rapid response. Couldn't taste. There's nothing worse than not being able to taste food. It's one of the. I'm sure Phil, if he couldn't taste his barbecues, would go fucking crazy uh, with his knife in his hand, like with a bit of steak, like I can't taste. Bit of a dodgy situation. But no, that, that that so I jump on that rapid response, got my head clear, and again, this is why I'm stressing to people who are listening to this. It's you know your client needs the support, they need the encouragement, they need the accountability. So all the PTs listening to this, guys, you need to level up. We need to be ready for when this comes out the other end, and um, we need to be reinvesting in our business. For some reason, 
PTs just think they can pay three grand for a course and then just soldier on and it works. It doesn't work like that. You know, you see how big self-development is now. You see how big and important it is to do courses and level up as a trainer. And that's what I did. And, you know, you guys can do that right now. You know, you talk about your client learning new skills while this is all going on. So can you. You can sit there, uh, schedule in your day to do a course. You know, like you guys, I can speak to you guys after this and talk to you about Phil, but anybody who's been following me for a, for a number of a year or even six months, 12 months, you've seen the level that I've came to. Um, and that's just from, from getting a mentor, you know, reaching out, getting help. Um, and it's, it's, sometimes you feel like a bit, you know, it's a typical PT. We're quite arrogant. We think we're, we think we're top draw, but uh, trust me right now is the time to get that, that, that accountability. Yeah, you know, and, um, yourself as well, like Chris, like, you know, we're just there to openly serve and make you like an, an absolute extreme entrepreneur. You know, like that's our goal, right? It's, it's about making you think better, behave better, act better. Like that's what we're designed to do. Like, you know, the reality is like, we don't come in and we don't judge you. We're like, right, how can we serve you? And if you're not implementing, you get called out on it. Because the reality is, you know, our mission is to make you better. And if you're not pulling your weight, we can't help you. And then what's the point of even being there? But I think the hardest thing for people is implementation. And what they also don't realize is like, guys, like to pay a couple of grand to make fucking tens of thousands, not hundreds of thousands in the grand scheme, you're a fucking idiot. And accountability should hurt. Right. Think about your clients paying you. Think about your clients underneath the squat bar and you going, right, two more, three more, do it again, do it again. Like, you know, like how are you expected to grow your business or deliver a better business if you don't even invest in yourself and you're expecting clients to invest in you? So it's like once you get on the sort of like personal development education training, you start investing in yourself and you implement, you see the return, then it's like a, a lifelong thing. You know, in my life, I've always, the way I've always, approved, you've got two different types of people, or three different types of people. You've got those that don't do anything. Then you've got people like myself that in, like that invest in a, a small selection of people and listen to a small number of people and keep it tight until it's served them, until we need something else. Or you've got the, and there's a lot of PTs in this category. I call them like the, you know, the course horse, where they do one course, another course, another course, another course, another course, and they actually don't do anything. Right. So you don't want to be a whore, you know, in the sense of like you're jumping from like course to course or mentor to mentor, because what that is, is you don't have the self-belief and you don't have the ability to implement one thing. And that's what, what, what PTs tend to have I've seen over the years is that they do one course and another course in order to feed their ego, to let them know that they're acquiring more information and don't actually implement on it. Exactly. Mate. Imagine your, your client changed their training plan every other day. Imagine that. Yeah. You know, you would you would drum home that look, this is not a good idea. You have the X, Y, and Z goals. Hone in on what I've given you, and it's the same with PTs. Um, but yeah, Phil, there's one of the, the biggest reason I, I chose you as a mentor was, um, you know, when I first listened to a podcast. Yeah. You know, not only did you trigger me, but you 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 said you you knew I was your audience. So yeah. so I got triggered, and then I was like, right, this guy knows, this guy gets it. Um, and hopefully get the guys that are listening today and, you know, you, you just have to go and listen to this. Get a pen and a notepad. What was it that I said? I can't remember. Oh, it, mate, it was just the, the typical working far too many hours where we we about to implode underneath, basically. Because um, I was still doing – I was doing 40 hours. 40 hours with you, Phil, when I started. That's not a nice place to be because – Not horrible. It's actually in many ways worse than not having clients because the problem is – 
is that you build this, like, if I let go of a couple of hours, everybody's going to leave and I'm going to feel guilty and then I'm going to lose the thing and I can't do that and I'm making money and I don't want to go backwards and I don't want to go backwards. And then it's this, like, bias of, like, some cost. You're that far in. I'll just keep doing it anyway. I'll get a break on the holiday or whatever. And then the reality is you don't enjoy the holiday because you spend the whole time actually, like, running the business. So it's, like... Created like a, like a, like a cage for yourself, and that's a really horrible place to be. Yeah, I needed that um, accountability. I needed now I work twenty five hours, yeah. uh, make way more money. We talk about just just as you were mentioned there about return on investment and you know putting money back into the business. The guys listening to this will be shocked to know that I spend about nine hundred nine fifty on my business every every month, and that's not including the rent to PT. That's not including the five fifty to rent. So that just goes to show you that, you know, I'm confident that that kind of money, I can return the investment in that. That's a small margin of what I get back from yeah. investing that amount. In my business, every, every year, I spend at least, well, I have a personal development budget every year of 120 grand. So that's for mentors, education. Like, I don't really do courses anymore. Um it sort of changes as you move through the, the, the layers of your business. And um, it's like, you know, for me now, it's, you know, a lot of books, uh, you know, paying for somebody's time for something, um, you know, hiring in a specialist to, to work through some stuff, you know. So, like I said, if you've got that mindset and fear of spending money, you're not going to attract it. Yep. Yep, definitely. Right, big man, we'll wrap it up. Uh, I want you just to end in a wee, if you can do this, you'll, you'll usually get too hamped up and just say a lot, but just give the guys some a bit of clarity, a bit of confidence that, you know, when this is all over, we got this as an industry, we can we can bounce back and just be be super proactive and stuff. It's better to come for you, mate. Well, I think what you should realise now is that you're probably getting the best mental and business training that you've ever been through. You're learning how to operate under pressure. You're learning how to protect and serve your clients whilst they're under pressure. You're learning how to remodel and restructure your business in a way that you never would have thought about before. You're being told uh, or you're being forced to ask questions about what's really important in my life. You're being forced to look at routines. And the reality is there's a lot of things that you've got to be grateful for in respect to this. It's giving you perspective on what you need to work on, what you need to build, where you're great at, where you're excellent at. And you've got to be able to take those lessons and you've got to be able to extract them, look at them closely and install them into your life for the rest of your life. Because let's face it, there's a lot of you guys that have been running a business that have been far too fucking complacent, far too lazy, haven't really done anything and haven't really been pushed. And now you're being forced to. Um, the reality is it's a survival of the fittest. So you've got to ask yourself, are you fit enough to survive this? Or are you going to fucking lose? Or are you going to fall out of the industry and go and, you know, work in little, right? The reality is you decide what you do. You've got a voice. You've got a phone. You can do whatever you want, but it's down to the action steps that you take. And you're either going to be a victim of the market or you're going to be a fucking leader of the market. So decide on what you're going to be from the minute that you put down this podcast and either message Chris, tag me or whatever, and state that answer. You're going to make a commitment to it. Lead all the way. There is no advantage to being a victim and playing sorry for yourself. And you know what? Nobody wants to listen to a victim. Sorry, but nobody wants to listen to a victim. They want to listen to leaders. So 
level up. It's a level playing field. Get after it. Love your loads. And we're all going to survive and thrive after this massively. So hold in there. Awesome, guys. Have a great uh, great week and weekend whenever you're listening to this. And thanks again to Phil. Go and check him out. Phil Graham, uh, you will not be disappointed. And have a nice night, guys. Stay safe. See you, guys.